0: I sometimes struggle to get up in the morning, or wind down for bed at night. I used to find it so difficult. I woke up with no sense of positivity and brightness. I was void of motivation and spirit. This changed completely when I started waking up with a loomy body clock. These incredible devices mimic the light and colour of a real sunrise and sunset, transforming the experience of waking up and going to sleep completely. Rather than being suddenly woken up with an alarm clock, the Lumi body clock will wake you up gradually with a natural sunrise. The Lumi body clock has been shown to improve the quality of sleep and awakening and to boost mood and productivity in clinical trials. You can personalize your sunrise and sunset from 15 to 90 minutes with their clinically tested unique natural light and more than 20 sleep and wake sounds. We all deserve to sleep well and to wake up feeling fresh. So if you're finding this a challenge and you want to try a new approach, go to Lumi.com.
1: I think seriously, maybe five or six years ago. Um, I mean, I've always played music. Um, and, you know, when you're growing up and learning piano and things like that, it's, like, it's a fairly natural thing to want to, to write your own. Things I think, but um, but in terms of actually just sitting down and completely writing a song, um,
2: five or six years ago.
1: Yeah.
2: And I, mm. I remember the last time that we spoke, that you, you know, one of the reasons why you decided to take music more seriously, or one of the challenges that you set yourself was that you just wanted to write songs that would be timeless and that would last a while. Um, has your Philosophy behind why you want to do music changed or evolved in any way
1: <laughs> you don't mess around do you you just go straight for the um <laughs> no. the, the big questions um it's a, it's a good question um i yes and no um uh no, I still want to write songs that I'm proud of writing when i'm at the end of my life uh and I think still a lot of the reasons why I think music is um, so important um, for humanity—you know—all of those reasons stay the same. Um, I think maybe since we last spoke, I've you know had a, a couple of things happen in my life, and then you know you sort of reevaluate, um, you know, what's important. And um, and I think and I have been thinking about well, okay. Which place am I actually writing songs from? Um, what do I what do I want to be reflecting in? Are they songs that I want to connect to personally a, a little more? Not that I, not that I haven't with my other songs, but I guess I've um I've gone through a bit of a um of writing about quite universal things and writing from the perspective of other people. And um, and I wonder whether that might shift again to something more personal. But we'll see. I don't know. I think it just is sometimes case by case. Um, what, what and about the new album. Most surprising things can come out. Mm-hmm.
2: What about the new album in terms of? Because you mentioned about changing to write something more more personal. Was the album like written? Um, was it a personal album? Would you say?
1: Oh, yeah, there were, um, there was certain, there's, I relate to everything because I have to, to, to write it. Um, and there were certainly some very, um, very, very personal songs on there, but, um, but I mean, you know, the, the first song, um, heaven, I wrote, I just wrote a story about, I, uh, you know, um. A story about something else from the perspective of someone else. Um, the last song, Penelope, that's um, that's written from the perspective of um, Penelope, um, Homer and Penelope, The Odyssey. Um, you know, and so right the way through. Um, I think I think about half the songs are written from the perspective of someone else. Um, I've just I've just written another song and i've just started recording it um down south and it's and it's a funny thing because i, I wrote it from the perspective of a man yet i don't have a man to sing it <laughs> so i have to sing it. It, it i'm trying to figure out how that works
2: <laughs> is the reason why you call why you call uh call the album the outside because you're mm. you're looking at uh, you know uh, the perspective of other people from outside yourself is that is that the reason
1: i think i think partly um and that second track, um, part of that track, it's actually about the um, the book The Outsider, Camus, which I think is called The Stranger in Europe. Um, uh, so there's that's actually where that song came from, and so I wanted also to reference that. But it did feel um, it just felt like a very natural title for the album, um, and I think and I think a large part. Of that, is for the reason you just said, um, because I really am outside of my own self in in a lot of these songs. Oh,
2: yeah. Did your, did your process change mm-hmm. like your songwriting process on this um from, from the last stuff that you did? Um
1: yeah, yeah. I a friend made an observation, a very smart friend. Um, and he he said, um that it was a big step forward because I stopped writing about such concrete things, concrete places, you know, they're very immediate. um, And it became a bit more metaphorical and I agree. Um, So, yeah. um, And and that's something I still have to think about because again, some of the, um, you know, one of the songwriters that just influenced me the most just wrote about Concrete things, things that happened to him, his own life experience, and I just connected to it so so much. Um, uh, yeah, but I do I do understand that that shift that does have to happen. It just it gives you a bit more control and a bit more um, agency to to be able to step outside of yourself and look at things from another perspective, and then you can choose. You know, you can choose how you talk about.
2: Something. Well, I I always thought, you know, on sometimes I'm there that it wasn't mm. it wasn't like immediately apparent that this was like literal songwriting. I I I, I thought the songs were thank always you. very, uh, you know, you weren't mucking around when you're putting them together. Some serious thought went into them, and it wasn't like thank you away, which a lot of stuff today really is, um, because a lot of people yeah. want to away. Um, so it's 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 really in stark contrast mm. with, uh, what's out there um, is it a very laborious process do you do you get frustrated sometimes trying to get the song and the result that you want uh,
1: it's a labor of love um, it's laborious yeah but it's the thing that I love so I just spend all of this time doing... The thing that I'm fascinated by. Is it is it work if you're fascinated by it? I don't know. Um, I mean, I take breaks, sure. Um, you know, I take months break at a time. I mean, at the moment, I'm, just, I'm desperate for a holiday. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it's laborious, but it has to be. I mean, um, that, oh, that saying, nothing good ever comes easy. I don't quite believe... That but why why should a good thing be easy? Why can't it be really difficult? And why can't you work hard for it? it that seems right to me sometimes. If you if you're making something, um, yeah.
2: I, I mean, a lot no. People,
1: so, so 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 they're not they're not throwaway. Hmm.
2: A lot of people would uh, would say that um, you know music isn't work because you're enjoying it, but what you have to put in. To it, mm. to create something like this. It's it's harder than work, and also you know
0: you're not yeah, being it is.
2: Um, by by Spotify at least, or by Apple Music, or by whoever else. No one making proper. Or, well, not no one, but even the people who are getting lots of streams aren't being remunerated properly. So you know, I I, I just feel yeah, like I know. System is is not um, rewarding people who are making very very considered um, art at the moment, mm. but I'm sure sure that it will. Um, eventually sorry do you on.
1: think that do you think that any real artist I mean I struggle to think of any artist who first and foremost cared about the money um, I, I may, maybe people do I don't know um, I look I'm very lucky i I live in a prosperous country I come you know I'm not in debt I, you know I'm, I'm fine um, I'm lucky that i can that i can afford to make music i'm i'm completely happy with that you know um i mean you you've written a huge amount of songs you know you know this too you've been through the process
2: <laughs> oh yeah yeah but i I, mm. I would um you know i i would stick to doing mostly my podcast uh in future and <laughs> just just playing covers to be honest like um, oh really why because, well, I, I just went on tour with the stylistics, um, which was really fun mm. think, for them. But... I wanted to
1: ask you about that. How, yeah, it would have been amazing. I saw I saw things on Instagram. It
2: looks just cool. It, it, it was like a pinch, pinching yourself type of moment. But, you know, um, mm. like I'd play an original and then I'd do a cover, then I'd play original, do a cover. And the originals all went down yeah. very well. But obviously, if I yeah. did a song by the Beatles or something, that's going to go down even better. And uh, it's not that mm. I, I never want, want to write again, maybe I'll change my mind. I'm not saying this is a permanent thing, but at the moment yeah I, I, you know I look at the t- at the top 50 and I, I don't see a whole lot of uh, music that is of the type that I like, but um, I would say, and I'm not pulling your leg here, but you know I, I haven't written stuff uh, so far that's as serious and as good and as thoughtful and put together because I'm always sidetracked with other things like podcasts and clothing and marketing. Hmm um whereas yeah
1: yeah
2: really have made albums that are proper uh, mm. records so i wanted to ask you um because i was listening to it again um in the car uh, the full um you know the full album the outside okay and uh mm. it struck me that you sound a bit like two of my favorite artists from the 70s um but do, oh. you, do you do you ever get told that you sound like um people and if so who
1: I used to get Nora Jones all the time, Um, and um, and that's not a bad thing. Um, She's great. Um, Who else? I get Joni Mitchell sometimes, Um, and no, that's about all. That's about all.
2: Who who are the artists? Who are the Joni Mitchell was one, but your your voice Mm -hmm. is high um or it doesn't sound as like yeah. um like as journey journey mitchell i love her voice but like after a while i'm kind of like after five or six songs i just like mm. her voice is a bit too high i don't know what it is even though i do listen to barry gibbs so i can't really you know i can't really talk if, uh, and she's yeah. one of the absolute greatest but um yeah. her voice is less like kind of piercing um and i i prefer um and and therefore it reminded me a bit of carol king Um, As well, I don't know whether you're a fan. Carole King. Yeah, Just the way. Oh
1: my goodness! You've just given me just just two huge compliments. Thank you, Tom.
2: (laughs) Uh, No worries. Honestly, this is (laughs) um such such great music. Um, we were discussing over email who plays guitar on this. Um,
1: Oh my goodness, Django Rowe. He's one of my favourite things about this album. Um, I actually went to uni with him uh 10 12 years ago and I just reconnected when I went down south because I needed a guitarist and um and I just I really had in my head the sound that I wanted and and I um and I and I tried to do so much research my dad actually helped me we sat down and watched YouTube for maybe an hour and a half just like looking at different amp reviews and like going through the different like the front pickup or like the telecart like um, Fender Telecaster, and just like going into detail about what this sound was, and then and then I got on the phone to Django and I said, um, "So when you come, can you like bring this and this and this, and can you use the front pickup and use it?" And he thought I knew what I was talking about, which is it was just it was funny. But um, uh, yeah, he's I just I don't know whether he's a really good communicator or whether we're just on the same page, but he reads my mind. Um, in terms of just the sound and tastefulness. Um, so he's he's not the guitarist on every track, but he's on track two, the outside, um, track four, Don't Let Me Down, Country Town. And um, what else is he on? Oh, five, Spain. Um, yeah, and he's what? just done some... You can tell who he is, right?
2: Yeah, just... <laughs> I mean, I had no idea who he was, but I was just like, okay, that because those songs were immediately uh, ones that really grabbed me. I mean, obviously Penelope as well, um, which which is doing really Thank well. As well, um, but mm. my favorite tracks are uh, "The Outside" and "Don't Let Me Down," "Country Town." Um, Thank you. And 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 the the way that um, it feels like you found. Found a real sound on on those. I mean, on all of them, it's quite a consistent sound. So
1: yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. And actually, they're my picks too. And Penelope, if I had to, if I had to pick, it would be those three. Um, and and I think you're right. And I think just the the mix of players, the sound, um, you know, for those two tracks, really came together. And Django's such a huge part of that. And also, um. Uh, also, Jared, who recorded the album, um, who played drums. Um, they may, they're maybe not as um, far forward in the mix, but they really contribute, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's nice how they're not too big. Uh, yeah. Drums. Uh, uh, what I love about
1: yeah. and say,
2: there's aside from the song, mm, the way that they're like, Nothing's so so overly processed. The drums aren't so big. Uh, not everything's yeah. 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 because everything sounds like it's made by a computer now. Whereas I can really imagine your yeah. incredible players and just showcasing your talent. So is that how it went down? Was it tracked live or did you build it bit by bit?
1: No, it wasn't. It wasn't live, and that and that is one big difference between um, this album and and what I'm recording now. Um, and it was just because of COVID, because travel was impossible, time restraints, you know, all of those things. Um, it was just really impossible to do it all live. Um, although I am, you know, for this next little bit of recording I'm doing, I'm um, I am recording the the bass and drums together um, at the very least. <laughs> um, yeah but it it is such a beautiful live sound and they are incredible players they're much like their musicianship in terms of just their ability to play is just so far beyond my own and i found myself pulling more and more of myself out of the mix and putting more and more of them in um and i'm and i'm really happy with that because i i like being Almost in a producer sort of role, where I'm sort of just going, "Well, what does the song need?" and sort of building the song and creating the song. And I'm still singing and I'm still playing, mm. um, but I just I just find myself wanting to hear more of them, and that's a really nice space to be in. Yeah. Um, they're they're f- fantastic players. Mm.
2: It's a fallacy that because uh, a lot of you know young musicians will be listening um, and uh, and you know aspiring musicians, but I always grew up thinking that you needed to. You know get as good as possible you know you've got to get as good as uh Prince or something you know uh, an instrument uh to be a great musician but um you know how you're saying that the, the band uh have, have more kind of technicality uh, yeah. songwriting a lot of great songs just have very simple chords anyway um so do you do you, do you spend a lot of time like practicing technical stuff yeah. how much of your time do you spend on like technical you know, music practice and that type of thing.
1: Barely any on technical practice, like barely any. Um, but I have done a lot of practice in the past. Um, yeah, I just, I just write songs, and I, and I just—it's a system of discovery. You know, when I'm writing something, I just go, "How would I do this?" And it becomes about um, how to build the thing that I'm hearing or th- that's being built in my head and then I'm sort of finding ways to pull that into reality, um, it all becomes about problem solving. and well, Not problem solving, but just trying things. Um, and I think that's just the thing that interests me at the moment. Um, there's a, there are so many types of musicians. Um, and I think you don't have, I think you can be very musical, and have great musicality, and not and not be the greatest musician. You can be an amazing jazz player, and you know, a pretty competent country player. You know, within the world of being a musician, there, you know, you can be really great at one thing and not so great at another thing. It's it's just um, I am certainly going along the path of being a songwriter.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So mm. last time we spoke, we discussed, I mean, it was kind of still the height of COVID um, when we yeah. talked about whether you were going to play live. Um, do you have plans to play the mm. album live?
1: Yeah, I, look, that has been put on hold a little bit. Um, I'm I'm still doing live, gigs here and there i'm not doing i'm not doing that many at the moment um part of that is i've just had a really busy time um and i've just needed a bit of a a bit of a break um i will but possibly in a couple of months time i'm actually um i mean you'll understand this because i think you do a lot of things like this as well i mean i've had to travel um a little bit to see family i um and i'll have to travel a little bit again over the next couple of months Mid July, I'm doing a um, I'm doing a really cool thing that I'm looking forward to. I'm doing a um, like a workshop writing for film music, uh-huh. that's actually um, run by Apra Amcos, which is um, an Australian um, uh, music corporation. Um, and and so that's in July. And so so I've got these things in the fairly near future that I'm sort of focusing on more than playing live. Gigs and that's just life. Um, but I will at some point. But I might. I might even try and do it in South Australia. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'll see.
2: And and in terms of an average week, how long do you, do you spend um, on your on your music?
1: Uh, at the moment, not very much. Um, but that's a hard thing to say, isn't it? Because. Because because I have just finished, not finished, I've made a start on three songs that I've just recently recorded and um you know, and so i'm I'm listening quite a bit and trying to figure out what my next step is. Um, I've also connected with someone up here in Darwin who um, who does film and videos and and i actually think and we're going to do we're going to do a music clip together and i actually think i feel like creatively we're coming from the same place and so i've just been spending all of this time thinking about that creative project which is still related to to music um so i don't know uh it's it occupies a lot of my mind even if i'm not physically doing it
2: um yeah 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 well, mm, it sounds like mm. you're, you're pretty dedicated i i I took a look on um, Spotify at the playlist that you made that was your inspiration oh, yeah. uh, for this album. <laughs> uh, the outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's some great stuff on there. Um, and did we discuss Little Feet last time?
1: We did. Little Feet. Yeah.
2: yeah. And we talked oh, about... Bill
1: Lyle Bates. George. Oh my goodness. I'd marry him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They are so, so good. Um, but also um another another great artist who's, who you can sort of see that's influenced this is Laura Marling.
1: Yeah, yeah. I listened to a lot, a lot of Laura Marling, maybe two, three years ago.
2: Yeah. And 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 when when did you start writing? Um, because this is quite a varied uh playlist of influence. <laughs> So when, when did you start writing the outside? Like how, was it, was it during COVID? Were you working on it when we last spoke?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, some of the songs um, are a couple of years old and I just had not found the right time to record them yet. Um, quite. I've, um, there were some songs that I started, you know, a few years ago, but I finished um, last year at the time that we were, speaking um and then and then some new ones i wrote quite a lot that year um you know o- over half i think we were written that year or within that 18 months of it being released um yeah but L- laura marling was a huge influence when i started writing um i just think she's yeah i think she's amazing
2: she, Beautiful voice. She, she really is. Um, again, it's that type of music where it's all sounding more organic. And I don't know. I feel that music like that it's more heartfelt.
1: Yeah. As
2: well. um, do you do you listen to any? Yeah, stuff and that is not of of that ilk because everything on this playlist is like. I want to say like proper music, but do you ever listen to anything trashy or like? you know pop like just complete Um, you have a guilty pleasure
1: yes and no i am i actually there's a couple of kanye songs that i just (laughs) really like um and i'm not even going to apologize like i i think you know that song bound to
2: Mm, with the video
1: clip where he's just in the mountains and he's on a motorbike and there are horses i just find that the Funniest, funniest thing, and that's a guilty pleasure because I just um, that's so humorous to me, but just so great as well. Mm. So that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, I don't. I, I don't. There has to be something that's interesting because because otherwise it's just it's like McDonald's. It's fast food. Why would you? You know.
2: I agree. I do agree, although you know, once in a blue moon, something. Yeah, will, yeah,
1: once in a blue moon, totally.
2: A good enough hook or something, or I don't know, something about yeah. it. Makes me laugh. I, I, it does sound a bit like that with the, with the, the Kanye thing, because. But Kanye, in in a lot of modern uh, among modern reviewers and and in chart circles and stuff, is is sort of towards the kind of Picasso end of sophistication. I think so like they look you know cutting, cutting edge do you, do you, do you feel that way i mean in a way i kind you of you know, know what
1: weirdly i actually kind of do i think he's i think he's an artist um he just he puts together i watched that music video fade right have, do you, have you seen that one
2: that's from and a, it's just this tablet.
1: this girl in the gym and at the very end and oh is it okay and at the very end she turns into a cat I think it's brilliant. It's amazing.
2: His you music know, amazing. only
1: an artist could have done that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, he, yeah, he, they are. He's, he's, he's a bit crazy with his art in the sense of obviously what he's doing uh, right now is pretty crazy. With uh, He's going on Instagram. Yeah. And it, it, it feels like his life, he's like, li- he's like using his life to promote his art and as art. And and the art, yeah. obviously. <clears throat>
1: uh,
2: so, yeah, and look, put, I am I'm, I'm really between that and your life.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. Sorry. What was that?
2: Would you always place Do a very I... firm divide between like you know, ever bringing like your personal life to the extent that Kanye um, does um, in like terms of promoting your music and stuff? Because people live their lives very full on social media. Kanye perhaps a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well look I I mean I'm only looking at him as an artist I'm making no comment or judgment you know as as the person and I know and I know that you're saying you know his person is the art I'm I'm weighing out um on that for him um for myself I mean I'm a very I'm a very private person and that's it's quite hard to be a private person when you're a songwriter and you're wanting to put songs out into the world, um, I think, and, and particularly even the idea of making music videos. I, I actually really hate the idea of me being in the videos, but I do love the idea of making art. And so um, I think I can reconcile it. I, I think it's a case by case basis, but I, it was a big step for me to even just put pictures of myself. I mean, it's so weird that it's just my face on these album covers. Um, that's a bit awkward. Um, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, Tom, I don't know.
2: It seems like you're quite reluctant to, um, to play this sort of, uh, social media, do all the promotion. It really does seem like you're you're focused on, on the art. Uh,
1: yeah. I just don't really know what to do. And, and I don't really know anyone to do it for me. And I also it's not really the point, you know, why would I? Um, it takes all of my energy just to, just to make some art. Um, and, and like, that's all I really wanna do. And I just, I may as well do that. Um, it doesn't make much sense to me. I, I think if I started focusing on social media, the balance would shift and I'd psych myself out and it would be weird and I would get all of these complexes and just nothing would work anymore. So so I'm just, I'm, I am trusting that the right person will come at the right time. If, if something has to happen, the right thing will happen. Maybe that's a bit of a naive way of thinking about things because I, you know, I don't expect anything to just fall in my lap, but um, I know right. where I need
2: naive. I don't
1: to 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 put my energy do you know what i mean
2: i don't think it's naive i think it's the right approach i it does it seems like you don't want to make throwaway content uh, and that's what social media can be it, i i think if you, oh, no no like if you uh, uh, were were having to do like an instagram post every day you'd spend like ages like trying to make a really good instagram post and you'd leave it system a time for a song oh, of
1: god it. i'd have to go on stress leave <laughs> you know
2: <laughs> Yeah, six months. But you have you did have a major. Um... Yeah,
1: it's not. Um...
2: Sorry, this bloody delay is infuriating. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, no, that's okay. I don't think it's it's not your fault. I mean, I'm in Australia. You're in Denver.
2: That's yeah. Just... I don't remember it being last time you were in Australia and I was in Hamburg. I think. Um...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I can't remember whether it was uh, this bad, but I was going to say, we talked about last time on the podcast. You have had one of those moments yep. where, uh, you know, a good person yeah. uh, has heard it because obviously Elton heard your, what um, yeah. was it from Sometimes I'm There? Was it, ca- was it Cowboy? Uh,
1: cow- cowboy, Cowboy, yeah. I have no idea how that happened. I like, I have, zero understanding about how that happened i didn't do anything to make that happen so who knows um that was just amazing and bizarre i i have got no clues it's a mystery
2: <laughs> well hopefully- a
1: very very happy a very happy mystery <laughs>
2: yeah well hopefully he hears the outside i or, hope so he, or somebody else of his because
1: Yeah, well, because um, because that was the prompt for me to you know record it. I'd written it. I just needed to record it, and that was the that was the sort of driving force behind that. And I have to, and I have to say to you too, just on a just personally for a moment, you were lovely because you just came at exactly this time where I just had started that pathway, and I just needed a little bit of encouragement and. Then I sort of spoke with you and we talked about songwriting and it just it was a very uplifting conversation and it i don't know it just gave me energy to just keep being in it so thank you
2: no 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 worries i mean i know that it's an all-consuming thing um and you have not Mm. in any any way shape or form you haven't diverted yourself from the task at hand no uh, i've been uh, guilty of doing um and and you know yeah like it's comforting you do a lot of stuff mm. What I wanted to ask you anyway was we were talking mm, about sure. how you haven't sold out uh, essentially um oh.
1: <laughs> well I'm not I, nobody knows who I am there's nothing for me to sell out to <laughs> I haven't been given the opportunity I mean I won't but you know
2: but, but selling out would be creating throwaway content all the time to build an audience oh oh I see that's how how it how it works now making TikToks every five yeah weeks. it's I'm spending days and weeks on a single song um Tom, what would you if that
1: if that became if that became my life i would throw myself off a cliff i would be too stressed to function i couldn't do it um i did i my own happiness is within me if i fuck with it nothing works anymore That's so like, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't take it lightly. Like I know I've been in bad places before and I know like you've just, you've got to really keep yourself good and I do not intend. And I'm so, I'm in a good place now. I'm in a creative place. I'm in an energetic, like I've got a lot of energy to make stuff. I'm not fucking with that. So (laughs) it's too precious. Yeah.
2: I think I think that's really the right course of action. And sometimes um, people making great albums and great art, uh, you know, they they do just have the right person listen to to it. And you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that it found your music found its way to Elton. So I'm sure it will find its way to other people um, who will champion champion. Thank you. Um, When do you think you'll? How long do you think it will take on the next album? Or do you think because I mean you already said about this one live um but it seems like more focused on on the music videos and on on new recordings
1: um well I don't know I mean we'll see how the the music videos go like I said it's it's completely new territory for me and um and I have to keep in mind that that is you know spending more time on things I've already made and that um although but it but it's creative and I think like I really just want to make some art and so I, I think We'll see how that goes. I don't know what that process will be yet, but I, I think I found a really creative, artistic person to work with. Um, uh, I'm I have started some more recordings, and I um, yeah, and I've got a I've got a few things I have to do over the next few months. It's going to be look, I would guess minimum another probably nine months um, before like another album came out saying that. I have done these two collaborations with um, other Australian musicians. Actually, one with the guy um, who, he's, he's an Australian, but he's been living in the States for 20 years. He lives quite close to Denver, actually, and All he's right. just gone back. Um, and, we did, and we did this beautiful collaboration. It was a folk song and I really like it. Um, so that might come out as a single. Um, and then I did another collaboration with another songwriter here in Darwin. We have to record it. But, um but I actually also really like that song as well um and both collaborations felt very very equal you know like 50 50 it actually really felt like we both contributed equally to the music and to the lyrics and um yeah so so I think there's like a few little projects like that of just things coming out but um an album I who knows but I um I think, yeah, nine months to a year, mm. just because there's a few other things going on.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, doesn't
2: yeah. Sound, doesn't sound like you rush rush things. What's it like when you're in the vocal booth um, or, you know, in front of the microphone recording? Are, are you one take, I, a- take ages.
1: Nope, I do my vocal recording at home. I've got, um, oh, I'll show you. Right. Right. mic. It's oh, It's super cool, I love it um uh yeah i i know enough to be able to do that much myself and the rest and i do i do my keys i do the keyboard at home um but if i'm playing a grand piano i you know go somewhere and have that recorded or do that in a studio um yeah uh no I, i i really work more like a producer when i'm in the studio doing stuff, uh, which is a nice, a nice thing to be. I'd actually love to do that for other people, but we'll see what comes up.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you'd do a very, very good job. With, with uh, recording the vocals though, like, so when you're at home, does that give you time and space to just do as many takes as you want? Or do you work quite quickly anyway, once you've already written the song?
1: Um, it, it changes for each song. Penelope, I did that in the studio, and I played and sang at the same time. And oh. so I just did a couple of takes of that, and that's a that's a hard song to sing. Yeah. Um, but other but other songs, um, oh look, it it just it just depends. I think um, I do it at home just because I'm really rubbish with pressure. <laughs> I just don't want to and and i sort of work it out as i'm doing it um and i just don't like doing that in front of other people
2: Yeah, that is absolutely fair enough and uh i know from my own experience that it's much nicer recording vocals at home because as you say the pressure particularly if you've gone to some studio you've had to fork out the bill mm. uh, you've got and uh, say you've got other yeah to record the vocals risen after Yeah. I mean, I, I I've been in yeah a, they they come at the end.
1: end yeah
2: been in an Abbey Road doing vocals at midnight uh, and uh, it did not go very well yeah uh, and I preferred being at home <laughs> um, yeah it's
1: it it depends you know every person is different some people have to be in the studio because they need that sense of performing to someone and they just say that's the difference between having that bit of extra magic you know they're singing to someone I am not that person. Um, and some people are and some people aren't. Um, I, yeah, I don't like the pressure and the vocals are always the very last thing. So, yeah, I can do it at home and it makes sense to do it at home when I can.
2: One thing that I've noticed about your music as well, actually, um, that I should have brought up earlier, I'm glad that I remembered, uh, is that you sing with very few harmonies or double tracks I mean, I don't know whether really you're double tracking, but I don't think you are. Um, and no, 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 I'm not. Very like personal, like, just like the instrumentation, it's uh, not too much has been done to it. Mm. No has been done to it. I'm not, not, yeah. It's all very tastefully done, but uh, I can yeah. imagine that you could sing some pretty good harmonies. Um, yeah. Is that something that you'll, you'll explore in future, you know, like vocal harmonies?
1: I, I think so, yeah. Um... I, I do sing harmonies on on some tracks, oh, but yeah, actually, they're only it, little like only little sort of splashes of things okay. when they sort of open out
2: into five That's, or six parts. Uh, but right, um, song is an acapella harmony. What am I on about? Uh, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. As in,
1: yeah. Imagine. No, the, no, I do, I do, I do.
2: A lot of the songs and what I really admire about them. Is that they're not too ornate you haven't thrown the kitchen sink at them there's not too much instrumentation there aren't too many vocal harmonies it's all been really tastefully produced um and but, but i've noticed yeah. even choruses you don't like put in loads of harmonies just because it's a chorus or something
1: no no um i can't tell you why uh i think in future i do i love harmony singing it's actually one of my favorite things i'm in a choir at the moment um haven't been in a choir for years but it's this beautiful like classical choir and we're doing a stravinsky piece at the moment and i'm singing an alto so i'm singing all of these like crazy harmonies and it's just it's so much fun and i'm learning so much about harmony um, and i it, i just i love it i love singing in harmony and i think um i i really feel like in maybe a Laura Marling you know her um Laura Marling's harmonies, for example, are beautiful. And that's really from that folk tradition. And I would, and I have written, not that I've released, but I have written like a more folk, you know, coming from a a place of just, I guess, folk, a folk style. Um, And I would like to do more of that in future. And I think in that situation, I absolutely will sing harmonies because I think that just ties in so beautifully. Um, with that style um, yeah I think it's I I think with the last album I just I've had such a backlog of songs and there's also just this other part of me that's amusing myself and just going oh, wouldn't it be cool if blah and so then I try things with the guitar I try all of these other things and I put them in the songs and I, I yeah my, my attention is has just been on other things. Um, but, I, but I did think that it would be nice to write some songs in the folk tradition and, and actually have that very simple harmony um, in the vocal. Yeah. I, think, I, think you're, I think you're dead right about that, um, actually.
2: I, 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 it would be something that I'd be really interested to hear you do, even though mm. I do really like the way it's actually just very in a world where we're constantly being inundated with too much content everywhere, mm. too many feeds and too many yeah. playlists to just have the music where it's there's all that space there and just a single vocal and it's not being overproduced and it really is about song. But that like folk harmonies or mm. Simon and Garfunkel type of thing or Crosby, Stills and Nash, those type yeah. of things. things I can
1: really...
2: <clears throat> Sorry, one sec.
1: Is that your phone? Yes. No, that's okay. That's all right. Sorry. I... No, no, you.
2: Thank you. these Two minutes. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in the office of this <clears throat> that, I'm, uh, that we're playing a gig at uh, today, and they've been very kind and let me use the office. So they just...
1: Oh, you're playing a gig. Nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're we're, ju- we're just playing. Um, oh,
1: great.
2: Seventies covers. Um' we're on a road trip around the u s doing yep. podcasts um but we wanted to put, play music great. And I, I'm just with two people um who do like a bit of work on the podcast and a, and a bit of work on just general st- um stuff and and they also they're also musicians so, uh, and then I'm with yeah great Debs as well so we're, we're' we're going around the uh going around in a show other uh just the four of us um over the last two months so it's been uh, it's been cool.
1: Oh, that's amazing!
2: Um, but I'm, I'm a, oh, that's so much fun. I'm very glad that they had a, a place here to record. Even if the internet hasn't been. Yeah,
1: yet. good on you for just for just making that happen.
2: <laughs> oh well, well, I've done I've done have done a different version of this before. I've done um, I went to all mm. forty eight states. Oh yeah, and I was playing originals that time. That was pretty fun. But yeah, we were in two cars then, and I had a five piece band. And that was really difficult. Uh, yeah. It was, it was financially very It would have been. Together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was good. It was good fun, though. Um, it's, it's, it's quite exhausting, these American uh, road trips.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, good on you for just, like, going, great, we're here. We'll do it. You know?
2: Well, I can imagine It's, it's important
1: to, to, to act.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is important to act. But it is also important to mm. be be considered Um, how many times if ever have you been to america have you ever played a show in america Uh,
1: i've been no um i've been i've been a couple of times i was i was there um 2009 and then i i was there a couple of times i actually was in canada for a year um in 2018-19 and so i had a friend living in new york at the time so i went down a few times to visit um, did I play? No, like I I didn't organize a show of my own. But um, it was only in like very low key settings where it was last minute and someone had a guitar and then I did a little bit. You know, it wasn't a show of my own.
2: Mm. Yeah, right, well, I can imagine. In you- the
1: states, I would love. I would love to though. Yeah. I love. I love the music culture in in the states.
2: Yeah, it's different to um, to the UK for sure. Is is the music culture, live music culture, is that is that good in in Australia? Would you say?
1: Um, oh, I I don't know. Australia's just smaller, you know. In I mean, it's a newer country. We have fewer people here, so therefore we have you know less infrastructure around everything like that um there's an Australian music scene it's just smaller and so you have um yeah I guess it's I I mean it's it it's it's good um but like anything there's just not really the depth of field um so uh I mean Darwin I have to say Darwin has a really good live music scene and Melbourne as well um I don't have the experience to really compare it to other places, I just know that in America and in the UK, there's more. Mm. So there's more variety, yeah. There's just more on every sort of tier of, you know, professional and just people playing in the corner of a bar.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. <clears throat> uh, that that yeah. is particularly in America, um but yeah mm. I mean the UK obviously has, has, has a lot um too and with with like the jazz scene in London and stuff that's pretty cool.
1: yeah that's like that's amazing
2: these days. Um, less rock less rock less pop like as in
1: I went I went on the funniest date in London um mm-hmm. I actually um I went to this experimental little jazz gig and I thought okay it's not going to be that experimental and it was just and I I brought along um this guy and he was a um he was a he was in risk assessment he worked for Credit Suisse we just got to this venue and we were like hemmed in in the corner like the furthest point from the door and it was just white noise for 50 minutes and I was just they're going. Oh my god! What have I done? Um, but there is a fantastic jazz to to scene in London. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Was it your choice to go to the gig as well? Yes, it
1: was. It was. It yeah. was. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, That that sounds very extreme. I mean, even some of the you know not white noise experimental jazz, but some of the chords.
1: I thought it was great. Did you enjoy it? I yeah, I enjoyed it, but did um, enjoy it? it was no (laughs) no (laughs) but but looking back it it's a funny moment um and I repeated the mistake I couldn't believe it I was in Germany and again like did not learn from my mistake and invited someone to an experimental jazz gig (laughs) it wasn't quite as extreme um yeah
2: Yeah,
1: Same, same 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 pattern I yeah
2: well, people should keep an open mind. And I, I really hope that uh, Absolutely. Know, our listeners um, will keep an open mind. I know that they normally do. And that they will check out The Outside because it was such a good album. Um, as well as Sometimes I'm There, um, which is... That, that's Thanks, an album. Would, would you say that that's an album or an EP?
1: Um, It's... I think technically it's an album because it has seven songs on it. Well, it I like- think that was, you know, when you
2: yeah i know the outside had more tracks on it so i just didn't know mm. what you want to be to say but either way sometimes i'm there your first album and the outside your second album uh are both you know really brilliant um and mm. i i i'm not normal i'm normally obviously complimentary to my guests and I have them on but it's only you and one other um young artist um who i've had on called louis dunford um who write the kind of more mm. more melodic song type of uh, music I mean his music is different um, to yours but um, you know oh maybe, uh, okay, maybe, um, should, should be. I'll have
1: to check them out yeah as
2: much as, as, much as possible because you know I, I don't want to live in a world where there's not music like this anymore so thank you very much thank you
1: much- Tom that's really you- lovely yeah
2: thank you very much for taking the time and sorry that I've been so shit with my organization and then turned up with this oh uh, internet connection uh, don't
1: nah don't don't worry about it it's um no it's nice to chat with you and I'm I'm just glad things are going really well with you and um yeah
2: yeah really nice to chat
1: thank you for yeah thank thank you for chatting with me again
2: yeah, yeah no no problem I, I hope I hope it, uh, this this drives some uh, some more some more listeners and some more people to, to mm, stop, thank you for your amazing music and yeah hopefully we can do a podcast in person at some point when uh, we go to Australia. At some, it should be. A,
1: well, um, I look. I have to admit, I'm. I would love to get over to the UK at some point. Europe and the UK. Oh, God, I just miss it. Um, so, yeah, I am um, That that'll happen at some point. Not not too far
2: into the future. Well, <clears>
1: when <throat> yeah.
2: That happens, when that happens. Let me know. Let us know, and then we'll. Yeah. Doing another podcast or you know just meet, meeting up just
1: yeah just just yeah. meeting yeah 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 that'd uh, be nice and look enjoy your tour this you is fun
2: just please have a help. really nice time mm. I, I will do and yeah please stay in touch. thank you so much for sending it home as well um I really appreciate that
1: uh that's okay it, it just felt like um it was a small thing you know but It was a way of just acknowledging something, Um, yeah.